This is the Music Mentor Podcast. What is going on, my friends? This is Demian, your host of the Music Mentor Podcast, and welcome to episode number 206. This weekend was NAM, Winter NAM. So I figured I would take this opportunity to talk about some of my biggest takeaways from this year's NAM and just NAM in general. But before I do that, as always, I would like to give a shout out to the wonderful companies that I also saw all of them or most of them at NAM. The wonderful companies that I endorse. Zildjian Cymbals, Vader Drumsticks, LP Percussion, Remo Drumheads, Gibraltar Hardware, Simpad Accessories, Yuka Tape, Calabran U-Bases, Nirvana Handpans, and of course, last but not least, Ultimate Ears in-ear monitors. And if you are looking for a new pair of in-ears, if you're looking for maybe your very first pair of molded in-ear monitors, if you're looking for earplugs, if you're looking for a Bluetooth speaker, Look no further. Ultimate Ears are an incredible company with incredible products. For my money, the best in the game. And if you see something online that you like and you want to purchase, you can hit up my friend Joe Lester at ultimateaudiojoe at gmail.com. He works for Ultimate Ears. And you send him the code DA20 and you'll get a 20% across, uh, 20% discount, excuse me, across the board. Also, you can go pay him a visit uh, at the offices of uh, in Third Encore right in North Hollywood and Joe will take care of you. He'll uh, do the molds for you or whoever's there that's going to be able to help you out. It's amazing. They're amazing. And I highly recommend them. So NAM is a very interesting place, a very interesting convention. And it's one of those things that people love to hate and hate to love. And, you know, I, I've made fun of NAM in the past, but just to be facetious and, you know, just um, get a get a laugh out of whoever I'm talking to. But NAM is a wonderful thing for numerous reasons, and I learn a lot every time I go to NAM. Believe it or not, um, if you don't know, if you have no idea what NAM is, it's basically Comic Con for musicians. It is a twice a year convention that or the winter one, as they call it, happens in Los Angeles, and it's the big one. And it's a massive convention where all the music vendors from all sort of levels, I want to say, from the biggest drum companies, guitar companies, microphone companies to the smallest, tiniest entrepreneur, you know, um, mom and pop shops and businesses that are, you know, just starting that can afford a booth and so on and so forth. Um, It's a wonderful thing for many reasons, like I said, and I always have a blast. But this year, I noticed a few things that I kind of wanted to go over. Just um, maybe somebody out there had a similar situation or a similar experience. And of course, you know, none of these podcasts, as much as they are a podcast in which I speak, obviously, you know, part of the the thrill of this and what what encourages me to keep going is the interaction I have with you. So I'm I'm dying to know for those of you that went to NAM, what are some, what were some of your favorite things? Um, personally speaking, there were a few things that stood out. Like I said, um, some great and some I don't want to say negative, but some that made me think about uh, certain things and decisions that some people make. 
that I'm very interested by. And actually, I'll, I'll start with that before I get to, you know, roundabout-ish. One of the things I, I notice every year growing and growing and growing at these conventions is a lot of companies that seem to have like a gag product or something that's incredibly specific that it's it doesn't seem to me from a very sort of selfish and objective or maybe subjective standpoint it doesn't seem like a lot of these products are made with the attempt to add value too much to the musician and sometimes i feel like they're made like i said like a gag just to try to be viral almost and become a little thing that a lot of people use that it's cheap or small or easy to make i should say not cheap in quality necessarily but you know kind of hoping to catch on and be the next big thing in a way and i don't know i just kind of got a little um i don't want to say disappointed that's definitely not the word and again i'm, I'm not trying to be uh, negative and i apologize if that's sort of the the tone that you hear in my voice but that's not by any means what i mean i just see that a, a lot of companies are sort of trying to reinvent the wheel and trying to come up with these things that are almost you know metaphorically like a sm square peg in a round hole type thing i don't even know that's a metaphor but you know what i mean figuratively speaking it's it's, it's just kind of strange so that was one of the things that i noticed a lot of that a lot of that of course Another thing that I notice is how the booths keep changing and how these massive companies uh, or that used to be massive, they become smaller and they become um, they've reduced what they put out, how they put it out and what they showcase. Of course, that's something very um, interesting to me that has to do with socioeconomics or economics in general and where people are headed and what their mind is at as far as um you know, big enterprises and so on and so forth and, and mergers. That's that's very interesting as well. Uh, my f One of my favorite things about NAMM recently has been the fact that I, of course, seeing all these artists and all this other stuff, it's amazing. But I have been noticing a massive amount of my country women and country men, Venezuelans, And it's incredible. And I'm so proud specifically uh, of my friend Ricardo Parra of Parra Drums, who is an incredible drum builder, who is basically national patrimony for us in Venezuela. He's uh, one of the most important Venezuelans right now in, in, in the history of music, without a doubt, in the history of drumming. This guy is, will be a legend and he's basically my age and he's just doing incredibly wonderful things with Venezuelan woods and It's just outstanding, so I encourage you, encourage you to check him out. And his booth became a hub of a lot of Venezuelan drummers and percussionists, and it was wonderful to see these young kids, like, you know, just killing it. Friends of mine, you know, Marco Echeverria, Guasmo Huerta, um, Orestes Gomez, and, and so many amazing drummers and percussionists that, that were a part of that, that it was truly beautiful to see and see this young generation not only be part of NAM, but... Um, Just be active and be represented in these booths by other by the companies, you know. And that's another thing that I loved was walking through, you know, all all these places. And, and you know, my life is surreal sometimes. I see 
people like Kotzen and Nuno and, and other people around that I've interacted with and I can call friends here and there and other people, you know, other drummers and so on and so forth. That stuff is really cool. Seeing them as the poster or on the posters of their instruments. It's cool. Neely Broch of Ibanez and, you know, it's just outstanding seeing, you know, walking around and seeing these the, the decorations and the posters and not only seeing like, yeah, I know that person, not like I recognize them, but know them, know them. I think that's very, very special and very, very cool and something that is very empowering and inspiring. And that's one of my favorite things, of course, of Nam. And I got to say the thing that impacted me the most, and I'm going to say, I'm going to sound like this was planned and it was incredibly, um, what's the word like loaded or or you know like like i'm i'm just trying so hard to plug this but it's not my favorite thing was my friend's company called axis analog which is and i would love i don't want to bastardize what they do or minimize what they do but what my friend ryan and and his partner are doing is basically robotics and artificial intelligence applied to analog gear so let's just say that you are in anywhere in the world and you want to use a very specific plug uh, not plug-in but effect let's just say you want a reverb or uh, whatever you want to use a specific one and they have it and they own it and they have it the physical rack and the physical effect they have made these robots that go over the knobs and you can control over the web in real time with minimal latency in i don't want again i don't want to not explain it correctly but this was some mind-blowing stuff that i cannot tell you enough how much you should check it out and see for yourself what these things are and yes they're incredibly there there are hundreds of companies that are making groundbreaking stuff in all kinds of stuff uh, you know from production midi synths and all this other stuff is endless but maybe i'm being subjective but what ryan and and his his um partner are doing uh, with access analog is incredible and um, i i full disclosure a lot of this stuff that he's using we used on on the song i just released by the way super shameless plug my new song conquering monsters is available on all streaming platforms it's a handpan song that was produced by my friend ryan morris who is one of the people working at access analog that i just told you about so i encourage you to check them out and of course check the song out and tell me what do you think but again as always i want to know what you think what your experiences with nam have been if there was something very special this year's on this year's nam that you really uh, liked and were impressed by i want to know what you have to say Thank you so much for listening. This was the Music Mentor Podcast. <music>